0: Japanese whiskey has become a prized possession among serious whiskey collectors, which has caused the prices to skyrocket. But are they worth the money? Mm. If you want to hear about it, then stick Stick around. around.
1: the world famous bourbon real talk studios we are live right here in uh the wonderful state of texas the lone star state Mm -hmm. coming to you in your wherever you're watching us
0: yeah and and this
1: wouldn't be possible without the faithful support of our patrons so we've got to start the episode out with thanking you guys. You are the real MVPs of this show. Mm -hmm. We cannot be here, we cannot be filming, we cannot do this without you. And speaking of patrons, we've got one right here with us. Mm -hmm. In studio, Chris is here hanging out with us, so that's just one of the benefits of being a patron. You can come and hang out in the studio if you're local, but there's other benefits too, right? There's bonus content that you get, uh, special offers, distillery takeovers, Mm -hmm. there's barrel picks that we do, in-person meetups, virtual bottle shares, the list goes on and on and on, and not to mention the best part, the discounts on merch, right? Mm -hmm. All the cool merch at bourbonrealtalk.com you get a discount on and you get to know about new stuff coming there before anyone else does so it's a win-win for everybody it's not just a one-way street it's not just a donation so if you are not supporting the channel financially that's a way you can do it go to the link in the description check out the patrons uh patreon options um and if nothing else just just like and uh, subscribe to the page guys uh that's an easy free way to support what's going on here at bourbon real talk
0: absolutely so chris what has been your favorite Patreon? uh benefit
2: my favorite benefit by far has been the uh, distillery takeovers yeah mm. it's it, such a great time you meet mm. so many people you get to hang out with other patrons uh, you have folks that fly in from different states to come participate in this and it's it truly is uh, a, a tight-knit community when you think about it uh, awesome. supporting each other and this is one way that me as a patreon member can kind of give back to that community I get to support this page which which has its way of supporting the community it's 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 awesome that's been my favorite Mm. and there's so many other things that have been awesome that's cool
0: all right well we're going to talk about japanese whiskey today Mm. which uh, i know nothing about real quick disclaimer uh everyone's palate's different so you may not necessarily agree with uh everything that we're saying here Um, But uh, one thing that I found interesting as I uh, did some research... So you all know that there are some areas that spell whiskey with an E and some areas that spell it without an E. Right. So one of the things that I've learned recently is that the plural form of whiskeys, when the area spells it without an E, is W-H-I-S-K-I-E-S. Okay. Okay. But in areas that spell uh, whiskey with the E... It's W H I S K E Y S. Really? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Because I, nice. I I was the other day I was writing whiskey's plural and I was like, wait, which way? And then the the e and mm. no e thing came up and I was like, oh yeah, okay, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Japanese whiskey uh, must be fermented, distilled, aged, and bottled in Japan. Mm. Okay. And it must use some portion of malted grain in its mash. Okay. Or it can't be called Japanese whiskey. So those are the mm-hmm. rules. Uh, and the water source also has to be Japan. Okay. Okay. And so that's, those are you know, pretty geographic restrictive requirements because um, like most uh, spirits don't have a geographical restriction on aging location. It's mostly about production. And so for them to get that specific, I thought that was interesting.
1: Another disclaimer that I'll go ahead and throw out here is I know next to nothing about Japanese whiskey. Okay. So this is all straight up just this from is a novice be- standpoint. Yeah. Any of my opinions that I might throw out during this episode are completely novice. I'm not very yeah. well
2: And this is going to be really my first broad experience with it. Really? Okay. I yeah. can say I do own a bottle of Japanese whiskey and I've probably had two pours out of it in the last eight years. Mm. So
0: So when you're having a discussion about whether or not this really expensive whiskey is worth it, uh, maybe the opinions of people who don't drink it all the time yeah. uh, are the right most here. valuable. Yep. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Japanese whiskey. So commercial production of Japanese whiskey started in 1923, although uh, there's some evidence that they were from they were distilling whiskey back around 1870. Mm -hmm. In terms of commercial production, it wasn't until 1923 when a guy whose name I cannot pronounce Mm. studied whiskey production in (laughs) Scotland and then he brought uh, those skills back to Japan. And the entire objective of Japanese whiskey has been to produce a product that was like Scotch whiskey. Okay. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. So it's not like the United States where we have our own unique thing or like some regional deal like, you know, Colorado whiskey doesn't taste like Texas whiskey. They were purposely trying to mimic Scotch. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, another thing you need to know about Japanese whiskey is that they have access to a special type of oak tree called Mizanara mm. and it is native to Japan and it translates to water oak. Which uh, understanding that uh, this type of oak cellular structure retains more water than like American oak or French oak helps you understand why it is more um, interesting as an aging vessel for whiskey and it's because... Um, that, uh, that cellular structure allows the whiskey to extract flavor compounds out of the whiskey more easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's known for imparting uh, flavors like sandalwood, coconut, and honey. Mm. And it is controlled by the Japanese government and there's only a handful... At one point, I saw there's only 56 people in the world that are licensed to work with Mizanara Oak into barrels. Oh, wow. Okay, okay cool. And so, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, but when we went to... Um, um, I don't know if you were there when we went to Rabbit Hole, but we, we met mm-hmm. um, we met the, the founder, Kave Zamagnon. He had some Mizanara oak that he had brought in, and he waited for two and a half years to get those barrels. They were four thousand dollars a piece. Wow. A normal oak barrel is um, uh, the price has gone up, but it, it used to be like around two hundred dollars, right? Yeah, right. And so that's significant. So there's you're talking about a significant increase in price, and that's because the trees yield less wood. Uh, The trees are a little bit more twisted and things like that Uh, and because of their higher water content they have to dry for three years. Mm. Uh, Most American oak is is aged for about six months. Mm. So it takes um, six times as long to dry the oak out as other oak species. And it is considered by some to be the world's most flavorful oak. So some okay. of what we're going to taste has some Mizanara influence in it. And that's something significant about Japanese. So uh, what I thought we'd do is we take my three high-end Japanese pours that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we would taste them up and give notes. And maybe draw some conclusions as to whether or not these whiskeys are worth the hunt. They're worth their really high price. Sure. Okay. Um, so uh, the first uh, whiskey that we have is Yamazaki uh, Single Malt. Um, And it is a 12-year product. And Yamazaki was the first commercial distillery in Japan. That's the one that opened up in 1923. Mm. Okay. Is that the one on our left here? Yep, that's on the left. Um, And they're displayed on the counter in the order that they're in the glass. Okay. Okay. Um, The second glass has uh, Shin malt whiskey or Shin... Hold on. Let me say it right. It has uh, the Shin malt whiskey... Mizanar Japanese Oak finished 15 year old. Wow. Okay. 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 Um, And the the difference in the Shin is they are not a distiller, they are a blender. And so they buy their barrels from other distilleries and they blend to the flavors that they think represent their brand well. Mm -hmm. And that is why they are not a single malt. They are just a malt whiskey because it's not from a single distillery. And in your third glass, we have 12 year Hakushu single malt um which we should notice a slight smoky flavor to it because it is lightly peated okay. the way that a scotch whiskey can be uh peated okay. and for those of you who don't know what peat is uh in uh scotland the vikings cut down all the trees to make ships a long long time ago whiskey production started up there weren't any oak trees for them to use um, and any trees to use as a heat source and you got to get the grain wet it starts to germinate you dry it out so it doesn't grow into a plant and that's what converts the starches into sugars and the way they dry it out in Scotland is with flammable mud called peat moss yeah. Okay. And, uh, and, and if you're going to mimic scotch you might have some peated options and that's what yep. this Hakushu is mm. um, so that's what we're tasting so I figure... We can just go through the tasting and kind of rank them up and okay. tell everybody what our thoughts are. Um, you know, we can do it together um, okay. yeah. because, one at a time, because it, it's not like it's a blind. So yeah, we know which
1: ones to wear. But, we know what's uh, yeah. what I've, I've, there's two, two of these three. I've not tasted before. So
0: so the uh, Yamazaki on the nose. Yeah, has Very this, it's it, it's got a little bit. This is going to sound insane. Okay. But it's got a little bit of that um, fruity Flintstone vitamin note that I get from Dickel.
1: Yeah. And I'm getting straight up apple juice. Apple. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. So I get
2: like apple apple and and pear. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would a a typical Scotch of of that age. Mm -hmm. About that 12 year mark. 12 to 15 years.
1: Doesn't taste like apple juice, but it certainly smells like it to me.
0: No. Um, Got a lot of malt flavors. There's a little bit of a pepper note. Um, between the mid palate and the finish. Okay. I can get that. I can get down with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Feels thin. Yeah.
0: It feels a little bit thin.
1: We are just coming fresh off a of blind with 120 proof. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's thin right yeah. now. But.
0: Yeah. Some of our, some of our, and, and as a lot of high-end single malt scotches go, um, I believe that the um, first and third are at 86 proof um and then uh the second bottle is at 96 proof okay um so uh, that's going to be one of the themes that we're going to see in japanese whiskey is it's a little bit a little bit lower proof on average than what we'd see from a premium offering in the yeah. united states okay
1: so that that is the one i've had i do have on my shelf at home okay. mm-hmm. uh thanks to uh a, a, an awesome uh, viewer and supporter of the show who stationed over in Japan sent me a bottle and uh, it is it's fantastic that's, so good and, awesome. um, and so I, I like it because just to have something different when you're just kind of in the mood for something that's just nothing like bourbon mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of where I go well it and
2: fits that bill when you want something light like maybe in the summertime when yeah. you don't want that heavy high proof yeah. pour and it's 105 out mm mm-hmm. I, I, that's when I find myself going to these, uh, the scotches or the Irish.
1: And that fruitiness to it really makes it like a refreshing kind of Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Would you do it on ice? Uh, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd throw a cube in there or a little round, a little two inch round ball. Yeah. Something that's not going to dilute it too fast. What are you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm testing my new whiskey glass that I had designed. Why? Well. There's a company out there that's a real Karen, hmm. and she threatened to sue us. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we had been producing some traditional tulip shaped whiskey glasses. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. We never used the name. Right. But they claimed to own the shape of the glass. Mm-hmm. And since I'm just a little guy, I couldn't fight. Right. But do you know what that motivated us to do, Wes? What? To go out and design a glass that was actually made for high-proof American spirits. So the company that had the problem with us, their glass was originally designed for low-proof scotch whiskey. Oh, okay. 80, yeah. 86 proof, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what I had noticed? Every time I would knows a really high-proof, high-quality spirit in the United States Yeah. out of this glass. All I got was ethanol yeah, burn. Yeah, a little burn there, I felt that. And so we went out and we designed this glass that's actually designed for those higher-proof spirits. And I'm so confident in this glass that if anybody were to go to our website and buy one, I'm offering a money-back guarantee. Wow. If you get that glass to your house and you find yourself one of these traditional tulip-shaped glasses and you knows a high-proof spirit side-by-side side and you can't tell the difference, I will gladly give you your money back.
1: So what you're saying is they can really stick it to the Karen and support the little guy by Mm -hmm. going to bourbonrealtalk.com and ordering one of these with absolutely no risk. They could get their money back if they don't prefer it, nosing it to the other.
0: Absolutely. And if you love small business and you like sticking it to Karens, that's the way to go.
1: Stick it to Karen. Bourbonrealtalk.com. Cheers. All right,
0: let's move on to the Shin, 15-year. Oh, this one kind. is a lot more smoky,
2: and uh, there's definitely more on the nose there.
0: Yeah, hmm. much much bolder profile. I feel this, like you. This tastes more better.
1: like a scotch to me than the first one. Mm-hmm. When I think of scotch, um, I don't, I'm not great at the regions, like which one it would be, but
0: yeah, it's uh, definitely so... got a
1: peaty smokiness mm, yes. to it to me.
0: Yeah, so the 15-year the is uh, a blend, but it is finished in that Mizanar oak. Um, and so I would expect, um, I would expect to get a little bit more of that honey uh, yeah. flavor, a little bit of sweetness. Um, anybody getting coconut? because they say that's a flavor and I have a hard time picking up coconut on whiskey.
1: Well, there's two different kinds of coconut. That's the thing that always throws me off. Are we talking like the little flakes that's on top of like a pie? Mm -hmm. Or are we talking like you cracked open a coconut and and drinking coconut water with the skin, you know? Yeah. Because those are way different The true
2: meat part of the coconut for me always, for me personally, imparts a a strong uh, vanilla bean flavor. Yeah. Okay. And I'm getting some of that in here. So maybe that's the coconut.
0: Mm. I'm a. Uh, they said sandalwood was also a possibility. I've and never I, eaten I, sandalwood, but <laughs> I've never eaten It's one it. of Lindsay's favorite scents. And um, <laughs> she, she just bought uh, sandalwood spray mm-hmm. from, uh, you, you <clears throat> know, um, Indian Alice and, and yeah. an admin of Bourbon Real Talk Community. They just took us to San Miguel, de Allende, Mexico, where her mother has a shop that sells oh, sprays yeah. and lotions and all that stuff. And we bought some sandalwood spray and I could say that I get a hint of it in here. OK, um, it, it might come across to you as a peppery note, um, but it's it's a little I'm, bit more I'm a, of a, a sweet woodiness.
2: I'm picking up peat
1: in there for sure. Yeah,
0: that's what I keep getting. I think I think that there's, there's, there's probably uh, at least some peated whiskey in this blend, although um, I didn't do a ton of research of what all went into this release. Uh, I would suspect, based on flavor, that there's at least some yeah, uh, I'm peat influence.
2: Very peat sensitive when it comes to scotches. I'm not a fan of like the Islay scotches and whatnot. Just it's too much for me personally. Mm-hmm. And so when I drink one of these scotches that are blends, I can always pick out one that seems to have a peat in it. For a some. little bit of so, peat,
0: yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm and a, this one's good though. I'm the comedy rule of threes on peat. Um, so the comedy rule of threes is you make a joke, half the crowd laughs. You make the same joke the second time no one laughs you make the same joke the third time everyone laughs okay that's how pete works for me you put a little pete in there i'm like okay i see what you're doing <laughs> you put a little bit more i'm like what are you doing you put a whole lot more and i'm like all right i'm in I'm you in, know yeah. so i love octomore um you know things like that mm-hmm. but something like a Lagavulin 16 i like to smell it but i don't like to drink it mm-hmm. you know but akintoshin Got a real slight peat to it i like it and i think this falls more in the akintoshin category yeah where, it's slight
1: it, but it's definitely there it's more
0: it's just a peat i flavor.
2: would if i had a bottle of this at home i would not
0: not uh, that this tastes like akintoshin, no no but i'm saying the peat level of peat influence it's
2: yeah. uh, i i'm enjoying it yeah so
0: let's go to three okay all right uh this is the hakushu 12-year uh Hokushu is made by the same distillery as Yamazaki, although they own multiple distilleries and they're in different um geological zones. And this is a mountainous region. And so the aging environment is very different here. And one. I'm told that this one is peated as well. It's got quite a bit more peat on it. Okay. I'm gonna That's throw out the first out, thing I noticed. I'm gonna it.
1: throw out something. Th- this tastes exactly like to me. Okay. Okay. Sometimes if you so if I do drink whiskey on ice. Okay. And I let that ice cube d- dissolve all the way. Mm-hmm. And I and I forget about. I go back and I take a sip of it. This is what it tastes like: an old ice cube with <laughs> a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> an old, like a little freezer burnish yeah. ice cube with with a with a, a little bit of whiskey. Too. The
2: one that fell, it's in the way back. It's misshapen.
1: Yeah. Mm. And it's just like yeah. it's diluted the whole thing. This is very very light. You can see it's very light. Uh,
2: To me the peat overshadows all of the other notes on this particular whiskey i
0: feel like there's some fruit that's sticking out in that um i'm getting a little bit of that apple juice component but it's it's like if you if you took your glass of apple juice and then you put your your uh your smoker on it Yep. and you if you smoked a glass of apple juice i could i could see i could see that
1: you smoke the glass and And then then you you pour about two two double parts of water in there with it yeah (laughs) then
0: It's not that watered down to me, but I get what he's saying. It's a lot thinner than what we normally drink. Right, yeah. It's just, I'm not a big thin guy. I
1: I wouldn't stock a bottle of that one at
0: home. Okay. That's fair. No. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's too similar to the first one, except just if... If this is an what did you say it was an 86 proof mm-hmm. the first one, and this is like a 40 proof, That's then I'm like okay, this one is the same proof. They're both 86. So this one tastes like it's half the proof of the first. So I just stock the first. It's okay. like a lot of the similar yeah. flavors. Well, except- before
0: we go saying that, let's
1: let's let's talk about how much they cost.
0: Okay, that may be a difference maker because we haven't <laughs> talked
1: price yet. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious because.
0: So if you you're thinking if you're gonna buy one of these, you get the Yam 12.
1: It, if I had to choose between these two, uh, okay. I would go yeah. with the Yam
0: 12 because would you Would you go with the Shin above the Yam?
1: Probably not personally because I just don't like an yeah. overly peated
0: okay. flavor. well, and
1: I'd agree with that.
0: If 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 you love peat, don't think that the Shin 15's got a ton. No, 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 it's no, not. No, no it's very subtle. It's subtle, but all right. So the 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 Yam, uh, 12 Yamazaki 12. Um, now keep in mind, I used to get these on the secondary market for a friend of mine. And we'd pay $100 on the secondary mm. uh, for Yamazaki 12 and $400 on the secondary for Yamazaki 18. Really? And yeah. now the retail price of Yam is, for the 12-year, is $215 at total. Wow. Line. Okay, I'm out.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I, so are you a buyer or pass at $215? i am going to pass
2: on that. I'm a pass. You're a
0: pass. All right. Uh, the second uh, bottle, um, which was, was that... Pretty much everyone's second favorite or yeah I yeah, so say, yeah. I,
2: I would agree That's i definitely.
0: i would say they're in my order one two and three okay mm-hmm. uh the second bottle uh the shin uh malt whiskey 15 year old uh retails at 120. okay i Are might you... do that i'd be a buyer you you I'd might just get buyer? one at least you know I,
2: I might have one to hold on to so when i do have a scotch drinker that comes to the house uh that I have some more offerings yeah. for them. I personally am probably not going to be sipping from that bottle a few times a year. But I would I could conceivably hold on to it to yeah. to share. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I get that. If you're if you're the type of person that stocks whiskey that's not for your palate and maybe the quality price ratio is not there for you, but you want it for somebody else, I could kind of see paying 120. Um and then the third bottle, everyone's third favorite yeah, uh, was 165. Okay, uh, at retail. Are you a buyer pass at 165, West.
1: I'm gonna pass on the sugar
2: water for $1 uh, 15 bucks, Chris. I'm gonna pass on the peat.
0: I am a pass as well.
1: Sorry, Japan. No, no. Sorry. No no. That.
0: So I I would say in conclusion, we learned that in general, the Japanese whiskies are lower proof for the premium releases. Um, the grains produce a drastically different flavor than what you're used to. If you're a a bourbon drinker or a rye whiskey drinker, the body is lighter. Uh, But if you love scotch, then you may appreciate these whiskeys a little bit more. Uh, But if you have just gotten into the bourbon game and you're still really susceptible to all the hype that's out there Mm -hmm. and you're hearing about these bottles and how they're worth a bunch of extra money on the secondary and you're thinking about spending your money, I would say it's probably a pass for you and, unless you know what it is that you're doing. Right. So, anyways, uh, we should do a giveaway. Let's do it. Um, what should we just do? Let's let's do two, uh, two one out sample right packs of yeah. Yeah. of these whiskeys. Um, Sounds good. Let
2: somebody else try them. Yeah. And
0: that way you can do your own taste test at home. Yeah. We're going to do two one-out sample packs. And the way that you get in... Wes, do you want to tell them how they get in? Yeah,
1: there's a few things you need to do, and okay. none of these are going to be difficult. So tune in here mm-hmm. and listen. First thing you yeah. need is you need to subscribe to the channel. If you haven't subscribed to Bourbon Real Talk yet, not sure what you're waiting what on. What
0: are you doing with your
1: life? It's, it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, it's been there a long time. It's, we've been around. It's great information, um, and sometimes we're funny, but... Not very often. Yeah. Yeah, We try. Uh, So you need to subscribe. You need to ring the bells. Make sure you get filled in on when new uh, uh, episodes drop. And we want you to comment below. Japanese whiskey comment Japanese whiskey below so that way we know that you're entering to Or win. comment
0: on the video It doesn't have to be Japanese whiskey, okay. but like yeah. if you have something to say say it if you don't have anything to say just say Japanese whiskey. yeah
1: comment below Just let us know that you're, you're looking to, to enter the giveaway um, And then you know, there's going to be a link in the description to the giveaway uh, Where you need to just give us some basic information so that way if you win we can get you the bottle
0: Yeah, and we'd also like you to like the video as well. Sure. So if you can like and, and, uh, and subscribe, that'd be great um now let's talk about how you can support this channel. We already talked about Patreon. Mm-hmm. We talked about how there's a link in the video description. Mm-hmm. Um, we also sell a lot of really awesome whiskey merch. And yep. if you go to bourbonrolltalk.com, uh, we have glasses, carriers, bottle carriers. Um, we've got lanyards, we've got whiskey aroma kit, we've got t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. Everything that you need for your whiskey enjoyment experience. And that's not the only way though, uh, Patreon and merch. Uh, Wes and I know each other from real estate, too, and I'm a real estate agent, so if you need residential real estate services in Dallas or the Houston metro area, uh, just know that if you hire me, I give epic closing bottle gifts. I'm talking Van Winkles, B-Tax, all kinds of great stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And your real estate company, Wes, is Tormax. Yeah, Tormax
1: is a real estate media company, so we support real estate agents in marketing the properties. So if you're a real estate agent at DFW and you need... Pick photos of your listings and video or drone services or anything like that. Tourmax Media is your place. Uh, as far as whiskey apparel, I do have a whiskey t shirt. Uh, company online whiskeythread.com. You can go check it out. Buy shirts like this one. Whiskey trolls are dumb. And I own one of your shirts. Bro. Yeah, it's, he's got the uh, it's a great shirt. The barbecue bullets and bourbon and shirt, right? Love it. My so, wife bought it for me as a gift. Yeah, that, so. so go on there. We got all kinds of funny t-shirts and whiskey swag there. Uh, so between bourbonrealtalk.com, whiskeythread.com, all of your. Uh, Whiskey apparel needs are right
0: there. Well, we got another option for you, too. Wes owns a physical store that's in Mm. Burleson, Texas called Old Town Provisions. And uh, it took me a while to wrap my head around what the store was. But it's like everything manly. It's like
1: a gentleman's (laughs)
0: dry goods store. You got like handmade knives, handmade leather bags, uh, rub for barbecue, specialty beef jerkies, flavored like sunflower seeds and when you go in you get to drink beer or whiskey while you're shopping yep. they got clothing they've got hats they've got uh, uh bags for your uh your cooler bags you gotta like everything that's like cool and manly so if you're a woman out there you look for something good uh, for a man in your life or if you're a guy yeah. and you just want to like think of all the stuff that you're like man that'd be cool he's got that like he's got <laughs> he's got a kitchen knife that looks like a, a meat cleaver yep right Like he's, cool he's got all kinds of cool stuff so. Yep. Uh, so that's how you can support the show uh, if this is your first time tuning in we'd like to thank you for the view and let you know a little bit about our show philosophy because we are all about bringing people together around whiskey mm-hmm. and that's something that's personally important to me because I did lose my brother to suicide in 2014 uh, he was a veteran and as a lot of veterans do he struggled uh, with his injuries whenever he got out of the service and Um, Over time, he kind of alienated and lost a lot of the connections in his life. And I believe that that helped lead to his demise. And I want to help people not lose those connections and not feel alienated. And I saw whiskey bringing people together. And so I thought maybe if I could get you connected to whiskey through this channel, the whiskey would do the rest of the job and get you connected to others. And along those lines, Wes convinced me to start Bourbon Real Talk Community, which is a free Facebook-based uh online whiskey forum you can get you know connected with other people there's a lot of generosity and sharing that goes in on in there Uh, and all of that helps facilitate relationships Um, so we would invite you to go over there And we knew we had to do it because Mm -hmm. when you look around, there's a lot of negativity on the Internet and whiskey enthusiasts and other enthusiast communities. Lots of trolls and everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And so uh, those trolls, they taught us something, though. Uh, Not only did we need to create a troll free environment like Bourbon Real Talk community, but they also taught us that if somebody can hate you online, somebody else who chose to do so could love you online. And that's why we end every show the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you were unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we, we love you. you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Cheers. <laughs>